Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time. Hi everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil, and I'm really excited to announce that we've converted 20 episodes of the Academy series for audio podcast, and they're all available now on your favorite podcast platform. Now, I hope that you'll subscribe so that you get all the notifications when other podcasts are released. And don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at ProfilingEvil.com. And folks, if you like YouTube, visit Profiling Evil and make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. Now, our purpose in releasing these podcasts is to edutain you. Edutain means we really want to entertain you just enough to be able to teach you a few principles about the criminal justice system criminal investigations, and profiling. And I think you're going to find these episodes to be useful as you go about your own amateur crime sleuthing. So let's jump into today's discussion after this word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your next online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a link below with special discount pricing. you got to click the link to get it, and then enter EVIL10 at checkout. We're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, enough to buy a small diet Dr. Pepper, but you can cancel at any time. Thanks for listening today. Criminals hurt their victims with no concern for the physical and psychological damage the assault causes. Instead, they're only concerned about one person, themselves. Let's take a moment and figure out how id, ego, and superego figure into criminal behaviors. I mean, what does this 100-year-old theory tell us about the psychology of the human predator? Welcome to Profiling Evil. If you're new to our channel, thanks for joining. And if you're one of my university students or longtime channel members, welcome back. Either way, thanks for your support, and please take a moment, hit the like and the subscribe button, and ring the bell so that you get all of our informative videos like this one. Now let's talk a little bit about profiling. To start, Dr. Sigmund Freud taught us that the id represents our instinctive and primitive behaviors. It's the source of our psychic energy, and it's the only personality trait that we have present from the very time that we're born. Id functions according to the pleasure principle. It seeks maximum pleasure and minimal discomfort. The ego is that component of our personality that reminds us to deal with reality. It functions in the conscience, the preconscious, 
and the unconscious parts of our brain. It actually jogs our memory to follow societal standards. The superego is the guardian of our goodness. When functioning and followed, it reminds us of what's right and what's wrong. It helps guide our behavior with reminders of what could happen if we choose bad decisions. You know, this uh, reminder of the consequences and punishments, including those feelings of guilt and remorse we might feel if we violate our standards. So let's illustrate this a little bit with some role-playing. Just for a minute, think about the fact that maybe you skipped breakfast this morning because you got a late start for school or for work. It's about 11 o'clock in the morning and your stomach is grumbling. I mean, you're really hungry. You want some food right now, and if it was in front of you, you'd be digging in. But food isn't available. Nor is it a real option because you're sitting in a class lecture or some important business meeting and you're smart enough to know that if you were eating or leaving for that matter, it would be rude and disruptive. Your only choice would be to tough it out until lunchtime or walk out and grab something to eat. But are those really the only choices you have? You see, instead of acting on the primal urge to eat, you can start imagining yourself digging into a plate of pasta with a tall, icy diet Dr. Pepper to wash it down. This process of fantasizing allows you to make it through the class or the meeting and satisfy the immediate demand you're feeling in a little more appropriate way. Now, with that scenario in your mind, Lock onto that for a minute, and let's dig into these personality traits a little deeper. We're going to start first by exploring the id, or that little devil inside of each of us that says, I want it, and I want it now. Freud taught that the id is a personality component we have had since birth, and it's entirely unconscious. It includes instinctive and primitive kinds of behaviors. Think think of a baby for a moment when it's hungry. The baby will cry and demand attention. There's no reasoning with a hungry baby. You can only attempt to feed it and pacify the child. The driving force behind the it is the pleasure principle. This need for immediate gratification of all of our wants and desires. And when these immediate needs are not met, a person experiences increased anxiety and frustration. Nothing will prevent a person driven solely by the id from trying to obtain what they desire. The downside is that they probably will stop at nothing in order to satisfy these selfish demands. And when this happens, the behavior can most often be described as socially unacceptable and probably criminal. The good news is that most of us learn how to control the id as we grow up and the ego and our superego develops. Now that brings me to the discussion about ego. Freud said that ego is an afterproduct of the id, and it ensures that our impulses and demands can be met, but met within acceptable boundaries. The ego functions in the conscious, preconscious, and unconscious mind in pursuit of reality. 
It's constantly trying to satisfy the demands of the id while maintaining socially acceptable standards. It really helps us weigh out the cost of our choices and decisions. Experts teach us that these impulses can be satisfied through a process of delayed gratification, which eventually allows us to experience the desired behavior, but only at the right place and at the right time. I like to think of it kind of this way, and I'll let's see if this helps you uh, put, put this together. Imagine one of NASA's rockets being prepared for a Mars launch. In, in this example, note that the rocket is representing the id. The rocket is full of fuel, and when ignited, it's powerful and fast. Now, the fins on the side of the rocket and the computer that controls its navigation are the ego in this example. If the rocket were launched without the fins and computer on board, it would simply spin and disintegrate. The fins and the navigation components, again, the ego, provide direction. In other words, the ego allows the propulsion of id to effectively and properly exist and get where it needs to go. Thus, the ego is sort of an executive control center. It controls the id and the superego and keeps balance between the two. So it keeps them from conflicting the desires of id and the desires of superego, hoping to gratify both with this desire for pleasure to coincide with the wish to be moral, so, which leads us to superego. The superego reminds us of societal standards. It nudges us to recall what is right and what is wrong. This subtle reminder is kind of like our parents whispering in our ears. It helps us know what is socially and morally accepted, but it also helps us remember there are consequences and punishments to poor choices, including feelings of guilt and remorse, or for the criminal, even incarceration. Freud taught us that id, ego, and superego are not clearly separated dynamics. They are interactive and a part of our personalities. If the ego is not able to effectively moderate the demands between reality and desire, an unhealthy person is born. Cr criminals for our discussion. And, and what do criminals do? They commit crime. Criminals generally have dominant id tendencies, such as impulsiveness and uncontrolled actions. They act upon these urges with no concern for societal standards. They don't care how their assaults traumatize anyone that they come in contact with. All they care about is satisfying themselves. Now, Freud believed that these conflicts and interactions among the three structures determine much of our behavior, even though we're not aware of id, ego, and superego in action. And while the id is the foundation for so much pain and suffering, it also is cause for us to wonder about the impact of an overactive superego. I say this because Freud also taught that those who yield solely to superego can be extremely moralistic and judgmental. What a reminder that we need to seek balance in our daily decision-making so, so that that balance helps us include the understanding that we 
don't have the right to exercise control over anyone, only ourselves. Well, let's make sure we get together soon for another theory on criminal profiling. In fact, let's dive into a discussion on crime scenes and what makes them so different. Well, hey, folks, I'm pausing to share some concerns I have surrounding identity theft and fraud. I've learned a lot from our partner, Aura. They're the pros at protecting people from cyber predators. Aura provides identity theft protection, credit and fraud protection, and online and device security for you and your family. They taught me to think twice before answering those online questionnaires designed to steal our personal information. You know, it must be working because U.S. statistics show that 33% of us have been victimized by identity theft at an annual cost of more than $56 billion each year. Our protection plans come with around-the-clock support, a money-back guarantee, and a million-dollar theft policy. But here's the best part. You can try Aura for free by clicking on this special Profiling Evil link in the description down below. When you do, we get a small commission. But think about it. You insure your car and you insure your house. Don't you think it's time to insure your identity? Now let's get back to today's discussion. Well, thanks for listening to Profiling Evil Podcast, Season 1 and 2 of the Academy Series. We've bundled these episodes together for people like you who want to really binge listen. If there are some of you out there who want to space it out, you figure out the schedule and go to them as you can. Well, hey folks, listening to true crime stories can really trigger negative feelings and thoughts in some people. So if you or someone you know is experiencing trauma as a result of crime, please Reach out to your medical or your mental health provider and get some help. And if you've been victimized, call your local police agency and ask for help. Hey, thanks so much for supporting Profiling Evil. I hope you'll consider joining our channel memberships over on YouTube. It's a place where you can provide us a little more support. As a channel member, you'll get more information a little more quickly and uh, you'll be a part of the team that's helping us grow. And if you'd like to donate to Profiling Evil, you can always do so through PayPal or by visiting our website at profilingevil.com and look for the little donate button. The Profiling Evil podcast series is created by the Profiling Evil Network, and the information contained in it is copyrighted. So don't copy or reuse it without getting our permission. Thanks so much. And we'll see you soon at the next crime scene.
Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time.